Welcome to episode 117 of Dawn of a New Era with myself, Dawn McGrewer, the business growth coach. Now, I help my clients to scale and grow and get to their next level of success. But in particular, one of the most common aspects that I work on is growing business revenue. Now, we're going to cover the five steps to 10K, 20K, 50, and even 100K months without burning out. Because in this episode, I'm going to go through these entire five steps and the mindset shifts required to implement them. Because it's 80% mindset and 20% strategy. And what we're looking to do here is really generate a steady, consistent, high income revenue for our business, but with ease while we're spending less time and money and effort on our marketing. I am seeing so many people burning out, entrepreneurs who are not even brand new, but are maybe even their third or fifth or even sixth year who are really pushing hard. And there's only a certain level of time or length of time that you can put your body and your brain through this. So what we wanna do is we're gonna rewire your brain and business in this episode. And I promise you, stay till the end because I'm gonna pack in so much value. I want to really dig deep into what goes wrong. So this is not just gonna be a high level what to do. I really wanna showcase the how. And I wanna get into like, why do businesses not scale as fast as maybe others? Why is it that sometimes we see other business owners, other entrepreneurs absolutely smashing it? We're slogging our guts out. We're thinking, why is that not moving? Well, I've been there because I started my business over 20 years ago. So I have done that same epic pitfall again and again and again. In those early stages, in that first three years, it was literally like going through feast and famine. And I was having a level of success, not really having too much strategy. Some things were getting traction and then I continue, they'd stop working. And I just kind of hit a point where it was overwhelming. It literally felt like there was so much going on in the online space that it was impossible to get this clarity that I needed to be able to take inspired action. And I just felt the more I started scrolling through social media and seeing what was happening, I was getting FOMO. I was looking at other people thinking they're doing bigger and better things and taking no consideration to the fact that maybe they'd be doing it like 10 years longer than me. I was in like my first year of business. I was 21 years of age. And the thing is, it wasn't until I started to do these shifts I'm going to talk about today with you that things started to move. Now, I have never, ever in my life felt so in flow than I do right now. I'm 44. I have worked with over 30,000 clients. I've generated over 45 million for their businesses. And I have four businesses myself that I've scaled to multi six and seven figure. But even with all of that going on, I have never felt more in control. I have never felt freer. I have a flexibility in my life whereby I believe truly that I have succeeded. And success for me was a hard thing to quantify and understand. 
Now it's about spending time with my friends, my family. It's about having, yes, the ability to explore the things I want to do because I've generated the revenue. I have scalable, profitable, successful businesses that I can potentially look to exit. I have started to think more about the future. And I think this is the key here, because when I first started, I couldn't even think past week one. And in some days, I was getting to a point where I was so bogged down that I was so thick in the weeds, I couldn't see what the next step was. And it almost felt like I was in this impossible struggle. Now, the truth here is, is every single business owner started from zero. So when we see people out there, they've been through the struggles, okay? Whether people admit it or not, the truth is we have all failed. But these failures for me have been my biggest learnings. They have been the things that have positioned me and scaled my business faster than anything else. So as hard as it was at the time to get back up, dust myself down and build the resilience in to get through it, I honestly believe that they have carved out the strong business owner that I am now, but also an understanding in my mind what success truly is. So let's get started. Let's go through what the real reason that most businesses struggle to hit consistent cash months is. You know, why do they struggle to get leads and convert them into clients? Now, let me know if this is you because... If you can relate to any of the following, like, you know, do you start each month wondering where the next client is going to come from? Or do you dream of this like five or six figure recurring revenue or consistent cash months? You know, are you in a position right now where you hate the idea of having to chase leads to work with you? Or are you stuck in a a constant cycle of maybe launching? Would it be better if these people were chasing you instead? You know, how would that feel? And then where are you in terms of marketing? I hear so much about this. I mean, when we think about where the internet has taken us, it's vast, it's very powerful, but it can also bring a huge amount of overwhelm. So, you know, when we think about tech, that was a big thing that I was stuck in. It could be that you're finding that traditional ways of marketing, like relying on things like referrals or networking events, are no longer effective or they just don't serve you like they used to. And this, again, may ring true. Do you feel that you have no time for the freedom or the fun and the flexibility that you longed for as a business owner? These were the things that I literally felt were my life in the early days. In the first sort of year of my business, obviously, I had so much passion for what I was going to be doing. But I didn't know the fundamentals in terms of really how to start or scale a business. And this is the blueprint that I went back and looked at every single business that I've ever set up. I looked at everything and I charted it out on a timeline. And it was fascinating because the times that I failed, as I said, these were the times that I just got so laser focused and I switched the trajectory of my business to a point where I literally was transforming how I felt about my business, but how my business was flowing too. And if I'm honest, and I look back at these stages, I charted out all of my businesses. I've looked at the high points, the low points, and 
I was the success barrier. Nine times out of 10, the reason something wasn't working was not an outside influence. It was something that came from me. Now, that is a bitter pill to swallow as a business owner because we never want to be in our own way. But actually, sometimes it just takes these subtle mindset shifts for us to get past these barriers. Now, I'm going to dig deep into this because this podcast is about truth. It is about authentic business owner lives and journeys because it isn't always easier right so if you are looking for something better stay tuned because I promise you I have walked the walk there is nothing that you could probably throw at me that I haven't experienced in business there is no point even if I consider life aspects I have been through a lot in my life and you know, to give this context, when I first started my business, one of the biggest drivers for that is that I was traveling nonstop. I'd had an amazing job at a very young age. I was absolutely smashing it, but I had just gone through such a traumatic time. I had six deaths in six months. And, you know, at that age, sort of like in my cusp of sort of like 19s, 20s, 21, that was a lot for me to deal with. And, you know, it definitely has changed my perspective in terms of risk, what I do as a business owner, how I live my life. And it made it even more important to carve out the life of my dreams. I did not want to be in a role where I had no authority and control or direction of what I wanted to do. So I started my business at a very hard time, I also started to write my book. And it's crazy to think back at, you know, 21, I wrote a book. You know, I find it hard now with my, my third book to still write and to perfect that. But I did the book and it was also like my vent. It was kind of a cathartic release of what I'd experienced. Character building came from what my dad used to say to me. He used to say, you know, if I was moaning about something, you know, your leg's not falling off, you're okay, it's character building. Now, that served me well in some respects, but not so well in others, because I literally lived by that. You know, I, I just saw everything as character building. And I maybe didn't embrace things that happened, and I didn't maybe deal with them in the right way. I just picked myself up and, and kind of led quite a staunch reaction to things. As I evolved and, and did my book, this was a big shift for me because cash flow was awful. I was writing a book. People saw this book go into bookstores like Waterstones, Worldwide. I mean, it was crazy because I didn't have a publisher. I self-published and I did all of this myself. I decided to raise money for cancer research and their logo was on the book and the funds and everything were going to them. I managed to get Rudyard Kipling's most amazing famous poem, If, published in my book. And to this day... I believe I'm the only author in history who's been able to do that. These were amazing accomplishments, and this shiny object was amazing in terms of PR and positioning, but it was dreadful for cash flow because I was self-funding it. I had offices to pay for. I had a mortgage to pay for, and you know, I'm spending all of this time and effort creating a book with celebrities. There was 37 authors, getting all the press and PR, doing book launches. Do I regret it? No, I don't, but was it a great business decision? Probably not at that time because it put me under such an amount of stress because we know that money is one of the biggest stresses in life if we feel financial certainty and security we feel good you know 
it's having that unshakableness behind and knowing that you've got some sort of cash or fund to go to. But I didn't have that. And this is my kind of advice, really, to step away from the shiny objects because I don't regret doing it. It wasn't commercially the greatest decision because it put me under a lot of financial stress. But if I'd waited, you know, there was no reason I couldn't have done it later. So when people come to me, like clients, and they say, oh, you know, I'm really struggling with cash flow, but, you know, I'm doing my podcast and I'm doing my book and things like that. These are maybe not the things that you need to be doing straight away. They are amazing, absolutely amazing in terms of reaching your audience and yes attracting them but they're not fast cash strategies so the difference here is is that you want to have your certainty and you want to know that you're bringing in enough into your business that pays you pays the bills leaves some profit before you chase the shiny objects because once you have that platform that foundation It means that you've got consistent cash months coming in. You're not going through a feast and famine. And by investing your time, because it will take time to do these things and your effort and your money, okay, then those are the things that are the bricks that go on top of the foundation, okay? So it could be that you're in a position right now where you're looking for your, you know, next five clients. It could be you're looking for your first or next 100K into your business. But you need to think about where your marketing is and where your business is in its, in its journey. Because if you've tried offering things like free lead magnets or you've done ads or you've done endless masterclasses or you're going live, you've got free groups, you're creating this never-ending stream of content for your social platforms and you feel like you're posting all the time, only to find that you're just not converting clients Many business owners have been in this exact same place. And so often when I meet clients, this is the cycle. This is the part that I join their journey. And, you know, if you continue like this, that you're going to hit burnout. And this is often what happens. You may have already hit it. So you need to think about, you know, how your business flows. What gives you certainty? What gives you that unshakable like fearless way of showing up in your business, well, probably having a foundation that gives you the financial growth and certainty that facilitates the fun and freedom that we started our business for. So it could be that you've tried paying a monthly retainer to another coach or a marketing company who's promised you the world and didn't deliver on the results that they promised. Again, a very common thing. Investing in coaching needs to be something that doesn't happen just because you have decided that you are going to take your business to another level. It has to be something that you know that you're investing your time and effort in as well as the money. And the person has to be right. Because if you have a specific thing that you want to achieve, you need to find somebody who's done that. Now, quite often when I speak to clients, the reason that I only work with clients, I've had calls with myself is that I do not want to be in a situation where I've taken on a client that I am not the absolute right person to help them excel and exceed their money or dream goals. So you've got to think about the other side of this. I hear so many people saying, I'm not investing in coaching until I've worked on my strategy. It's kind of the the worst thing you can do because 
That's the reverse of your goal, okay? So let's be, you know, truthful here. This podcast is about authentic business. So if you're trying to perfect everything and get it as ready as possible before investing in coaching, it's the absolute wrong way to do it because if you're looking to either start or scale or grow, you need help with strategy. So don't try and create it before you invest. I know that people want to kind of get everything in play, but everything changes. So every time I meet a client, let's say on a VIP day, and clients will absolutely testify to this, what they thought they were going to go down or what route they were going to take, you know, often isn't the one we go for. Because once we unravel and unpack everything and lay it all out, often the goals change and the aspirations grow and the confidence builds, allowing ideas and epiphanies to flow. So whether you go the other way around, believe me, frustrations build. So when you go the other way around, believe me, frustrations build and overwhelm can set in. And you, you make this journey one that is not easy. So why not do it in the reverse? You know, invest and get the strategy right. Why not make this journey one that's easy and has freedom and takes you nearer your goals faster? So VIP days for me have always been one of the most transformative because it's when you do the deep work like over a whole day. You cannot recreate that in any other way. It's the length of time, it's the personalization. And, you know, getting eyes on your business. I've been in business for over 20 years. It's crazy when I say that out loud. But I'm a pretty darn good business partner because I invest my knowledge and skills into a business. And I think the thing is, is when we look at what's working for our businesses right now, it's the things that we have absolute certainty on. You know, when you can stand behind your offer with absolute conviction, you know, and you know that everything is in flow, it tends to, again, be an easier journey. So you've got to think, where are your clients coming from? Do you believe that marketing is important, but everything you've tried in the past hasn't worked and you can't figure out why? Well, again, this is a very common situation. If you think about your goals, if you can relate to any um, of these or you have similar problems, just know one thing, you are absolutely not alone because these were the things that I went through. These are the things that every single client I've met has gone through in some capacity. So whenever I speak to people who have experienced one or more of these problems that we've just talked about, I found out that the real problem is that they're actually stuck in old models and they haven't moved to the new one. And that's where I was. I had grown up in a kind of ethos where it was like work hard, the more you put in, the more you get out, work from the ground up, you know, sell something in, you know, get your foot in the door and, you know, work your way up the ladder. And that was the hardest thing for me because it was the reverse is true. Like when you're trying to scale a business, What is one thing that we know? Well, we know that recurring revenue is the fastest way to scale. And we know that offering low ticket is going to be the hardest thing when you have zero audience or you don't have an audience on social media that's in its thousands or you don't have an email list or you don't have traffic. You know, where do these people come from? Is it going to be harder to get 100 clients or one? You know, This is the harsh fact that I just could not get past for that first 12 months. I couldn't understand why everything I traditionally knew, the traditional model, why was it not working? Why was it not getting traction? Well, 
I had to move to the new model. I had to understand the online business and the way that we work is so different because what worked back in 1950, 1970, 1980, year 2000, everything has moved. Okay, so we have to be dynamic in our approach and we have to understand that customers' needs and wants and challenges have changed. And we're in a moving piece. So the new model is automated, it's predictable, it's profitable, and it's absolutely scalable. And I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I had found this sooner. And if there's one thing that I could go back and tell myself back at the age of 21 was don't be afraid of change. If you've built it, you can rip it back down and rescale it and do whatever you want because I often felt stuck where I'd created something and I felt like well because I've put it out there it has to be you know the one thing that I guess changed for me was having the confidence behind and the ability behind me to just go actually I need to scale everything back simplify it and rebuild and go again and those are the times that my model got better, okay, and things changed. So once you have this new model in your business, I promise you everything changes and you start to only attract the ideal client that you want to work with. And this automatically starts to filter out the clients that you don't want to work with. And again, in the early days, I would take on clients and I knew in my gut that it didn't feel right. But because I needed the money, I did it. And we've all probably been there. But also with a new model, you start to generate leads and appointments and clients on demand. And I couldn't believe it. I almost was waiting for my model to break. I was waiting for something to change because it felt so different. It felt so easy. And when I was stepping into every month with guaranteed forecasted income, meaning that I didn't have to attract any new clients and I'd still be in profit, you know, and be able to draw out my ideal income and pay all my bills and still have profit, it was very different. So you'll know with a new model and, and just these subtle shifts that, you know, you can start to predict how many clients you're getting. So how many sales, appointments and clients you're going to win every single month with consistency because you have a system in place. Now, we'll get into this deeper as we go. But best of all, and this is the, the, the biggest part, is you feel in control. You feel like you are driving with absolute clarity and confidence towards your goal. You feel like every single day you're taking a step closer. So the magic here is, is when you decide how your days look or how much you work and your business feels aligned to your dreams and goals. That was something that was out of sync for me for a long while. And then you start to show up as this true CEO. You're working on your business, not in your business. So the big question is, what is this new model? What am I talking about? Well, it's exactly what I'm going to cover in this episode. And we're going to dig deep. Now, this is a longer episode than normal. So please stay with me. But I'm going to cover these five steps that are all of the actions that takes you into this new model, this new way of thinking, this new way of easy business. Now, by the end of the episode, you'll know exactly what it is that you need to get predictable leads and clients every single month with your ideal clients, okay? So this is a very different concept, I guess, to a lot of people. And, and you may hear from many different coaches, many different mentors, you know, different strategies that maybe go in conflict to this. But one thing that I know is true is that my clients have success. And 
you know, for me as the business growth coach, it was important for me to carve that brand out, to stand behind it because I wanted to trademark that name. I wanted it globally. I wanted people to understand what it was that I did. And I wanted to stand with my power. So for me, one of the, the stories I always tell is that when I was working so heavily in my business, I remember counting the steps to the train. And, you know, that was a really sad, sad memory because I was pushing myself to the max. And now it's crazy. It's like I'm generating more income than ever before. We have our Success From Your Soul Mastermind, which helps CEOs to scale to 100K months and beyond. And you know, we have things like the 100K challenge, we have one-to-one work, we have the retreats, the strategize and energize retreats in places like Barbados and Marrakesh. You know, working has never been so much fun. And this is what it's about. It's about creating the ultimate fun, freedom and flexibility with the financial growth that we want. So for me, I've done many things in my life and, you know, I'm proud to be a podcaster. And this has been a big achievement for me to hit the top 3% global ranking stakes as a podcaster is big. And Dawn of a New Era has been the first place that I've been able to really share my voice and talk about some of these truths. So as we dig deep into this next part, I want to get into step one. Okay, now, Step one is to understand what it takes to actually make 100,000 and create a business model that is capable of achieving consistent 10, 20, 50, and ultimately 100K plus months. So making an extra 100K a year may seem like a distant, unattainable dream, but it's actually really possible to do if you make smart choices as you go along. But being able to focus on your goals, pursuing right opportunities and educating yourself is a key to increasing income. So no matter what you do or where you're starting, it is possible to map out your income goals, but you'll need to reverse engineer your figures. So you start at the end goal and you work your way back. So you're breaking down the larger goal into smaller increments, which is absolutely 100% going to help you understand what it takes to get to where you want to go. So what does a six-figure or 100K income actually look like? Well, it's about 8,333 a month, 2,083 a week, 416 a day, and 52 pounds an hour. So it doesn't look as overwhelming when you see how much you need to make an hour, right? So you need to figure out where you are now and see how much you need to bridge the gap. But 80% of my clients that I meet don't have a scalable or achievable model. Now, let's put some context around that statement because imagine how many customers you would need to generate 10K a month if someone was paying you £27 for an item. Well, that's like 270 new clients. If someone was paying you 997, that's 10. If someone was paying you 1,997, that's five. So you have to understand what money and effort and time you're going to have to put into your marketing and what is actually achievable in terms of numbers of clients. Now, a business model that takes into consideration that maybe you need less than 10 clients is always going to be easier than one that needs 100. So think about what model is going to work for you and the way that you want to work. Even if we consider a million pound model and what that looks like, imagine if you took on, say, three new clients a month, around 40 a year, and each of those paid you 1,997 a month, that's a million pound model. 
It's crazy. So make sure that you have a model that will actually facilitate hitting your money goals. Otherwise, you're going to burn out. And, you know, cash flow is going to be really, really tough. And this is one of the things that, for me, I absolutely love looking at because after creating so many models myself, failing in the initial stages and evolving them, it's very quick to see where the opportunities lie, where the strengths are, or maybe where the weaker points or unachievable points are. So think about step two. Step two is knowing about your ideal client. So you've probably heard a million times by now that you need to have a niche, right? But there's actually something that's way more important than having a niche. And it's about solving a big, painful problem for your clients. So it doesn't matter what niche you choose, if you don't solve a big, painful problem for your potential clients, it doesn't matter how good your marketing and sales are, you will not get the results that you deserve. Why? Because no one will care. So if you want to get leads, calls and clients predictably every month, it's essential for you to solve a big, painful problem. And once you've found that big, painful problem that you solve for clients, you need to communicate how you solve that problem in a way that gets people excited to want to work with you. Now, I've worked with lots of clients over the years, and some of those clients know that they can solve big problems for their clients, but the big problem is, is they don't know how to communicate this in a way that actually gets people excited to want to learn how they can help them. So it's very, very important that not only do you solve a big problem for your potential clients, but you also communicate how you solve this problem. And you need to be able to explain it and talk about it in a very powerful way that's going to facilitate people shifting from interest to desire fast. And at only that point are people ready to buy. So this is where your marketing, your messaging and your branding play a big, big part. So you might be wondering, okay, well, you know, how do you actually do this? Well, that's what we're going to cover in the next steps. So step three is to believe success is possible for you. Believe it or not, mindset plays one of the biggest parts of achieving success in business and life. And if you have confidence in what you do and the exact steps of how to get there, you're more likely to move forward. Navigating your way through potential success barriers that we're all going to face at time to time, such as things like imposter syndrome or fear of failing or overwhelm or even fear of success. But having a belief that success is possible for you is the difference between achieving your next level of success and pushing your goals to be more aspirational and inspiring. I was held back for years. I knew I had to step up and get more visible. And one thing I knew that was going to absolutely help raise my brand, my profile and my presence was to speak on stage. And it's not for everyone, but for me, it was like a missing piece in a jigsaw. I just needed to fill that gap to complete my mission. But the big problem was, is I was absolutely petrified of public speaking. And I mean, full on terrified. The thought of it made me feel like physically sick. The irony is, I now speak on stages globally. I won the best female speaker in 2018, just six months after I decided to step up and overcome my fear. So I found a speaker coach. I couldn't have done it on my own. I was too in my own head. And I took it step by step. The more I spoke, the easier it got. And the more feedback I got, the more confident I felt. And the weird thing was, is I was told I was a natural and, and did not appear nervous and look like I was in flow. But 
you know, on the inside, it was a completely different story. So what I thought was my truth, my projection, was the absolute opposite. People couldn't tell. Slowly but surely, that feeling eased. And I spoke in front of 100 and then 1,000. And I loved it. And I started to talk in front of thousands, huge, huge stadiums. So I overcame the fear of being judged and failing. But I started to gain this confidence as I crafted the skill, which then helped me unlock these massive opportunities and speaking on stages that I never even thought I'd be invited to. So for me, it's about understanding your success barriers and shaking those loose. They may pop up now and again, but you can at least then take steps towards them and pass them to allow you to achieve your dreams and goals. Now we're on to step four, and this is a biggie, okay? And put simply, it's creating a sales pipeline. And a sales pipeline, or often referred to as a funnel, is a great way to take a specific set of actions to reach your ultimate goal. And it's the path for your prospect to turn into a paying customer. It's a fully automated way to build trust, value, and educate potential clients about this big problem that you can solve for them. So what does a sales system actually look like? Well, it's actually really simple. And my favorite type of funnel, and the one I get consistent and reliable results and conversions from, is a video sales letter funnel. Imagine you could speak to your leads anytime, any day, 24-7. Well, that's pretty much what a video sales letter allows you to do. And once you show them how to solve that problem, you can then get them to take a discovery call to learn more or apply to work with you or go straight to buy your product or service. For example, at night or even over weekends, we have calls booked and make sales. Now, normally my team and I won't be able to speak to anyone in the evening or at the weekend, but someone could be watching our video sales letter at like 1.30 in the morning. And because the video was able to do the selling for me, it was able to educate the viewer as to the value that we actually provide. And because they watched that video, then they scheduled a call with me in my calendar or went straight to place an order while we slept. Our content serves us while we sleep and yours can too. So things like a video sales letter in your business is kind of like having a salesperson working for you 24-7, explaining to your potential clients a big problem that you're facing. And I think the thing is, is that a video sales letter is a really easy thing to create. You know, it doesn't have to be fancy. You don't have to have expensive tech or even tech knowledge. You don't even need to buy an expensive video equipment or even a camera. You just you know, go and do it yourself. You don't even need to buy expensive video equipment or even be on camera. And you don't need to hire a video production company. All you need to do is create a simple presentation that explains how you can help solve your client's painful problem. And then after watching the video, if they want to learn more, you can give them the opportunity to schedule a call with you or purchase your product or service. Now, it's important to note that without this step, this is the reason why most marketing campaigns fail. Most marketing campaigns don't work because the sales funnel isn't in place. Now, as powerful as a video sales letter is on its own, it still needs some help. You need a way for people to go and watch your sales letter in the first place and then schedule a call or apply or buy after watching it. So, 
you could pretty much have the best sales video in the world, but if no one's going to see it, it's a miss. So how can you get more potential clients to see your video sales letters so that you get more appointments? So next, I'll be sharing with you exactly what it is you need to do to get people to see your video. But before we start and go through this, I just want to emphasize that these strategies are not just for me. These are the exact same strategies that I've used in my own business and for my clients to get predictable daily sales and appointments every single month on autopilot. And I only teach what I actually do. And then if I haven't done it, I don't teach it. So if your goal is to get more clients, you need to get maybe more appointments, applications or eyes on your sales page. To get more of these, you need to get more high quality leads. So the more leads and applications or appointments or eyes on your offer you get, then scale of probability, the more clients you'll actually win. So with a video sales letter, we want people to take a specific set of actions that will lead to high quality sales appointment and then a client. And by the way, if you don't have any of these in place, it means that there's a huge opportunity for growth in your business right now. So the big question is, right, what does this look like? Well, first of all, you need to just have a landing page or opt-in page. And on this page, you want to have a big title that goes through the big painful problem that you solve for your potential clients. And then most importantly, you want to have a button that people can click on. And then when they click on the button, they can either enter the name or email to get access to the video. And when they click on this button, then they can enter their name and email to get access to your video. Now, it's very important you ask for their name and email, and I'll explain later on why. But once you have their name and email, you can redirect them to your video page, and basically, on that page, you have a video. And after people watch the video, they can go to step two, which has a button where they click on it and schedule an appointment with you to learn more or apply with you, about how you can actually help. And then after they click on the button, you can redirect them to a schedule a call page or this complete an application or direct them straight to purchase your product or service. Now, there are a few variations of how these sales funnels work, but more or less, this is what it looks like. And once you have this funnel set up, you can also maximize your conversions by using email marketing and retargeting. So the way it works is that you have your funnel and not everyone that watches your video is going to schedule an appointment or purchase straight away. So what you need to do then is have a way of following up with them. So one way you could do this is with follow-up emails. So you can have follow-up emails that send people back to either your video page or schedule call or sales page. And that's why that first step, the landing page or opt-in page is so important. And that's why we ask for the name and email so that we can follow them up later on. Now, actually, 20% increase will actually happen from those nurture emails. You'll get some instant people who are ready to buy or inquire at that point of watching the video. And then through the nurture series of these emails, you'll have a further 20% of people who are ready to go on and purchase. And that's why it's so crucial to have this as part of the funnel. Now, as I mentioned, having a funnel is pointless if no one actually sees it. You need a way of getting people to your funnel. Now, that's what I'm going to talk about next in step four. One of the biggest mistakes I see is that people spend thousands or countless hours on marketing that doesn't bring in any results. Well, it brings in painfully slow results. So 
how can you avoid this? Well, what I recommend that you do is use the Pareto principle. Now, you've probably heard of this before. And the Pareto principle, or the 80-20 rule, is that 80% of your results come from 20% of your marketing activities. Now, 80% of your time, effort, and money needs to go into your highest ticket, your most lucrative and profitable product or service in your business. So you need to stop doing the 80% of your marketing that isn't getting results and focus on the 20% of the marketing activities that do. So what are these right marketing activities to focus on if you want to get leads, calls and clients as fast as possible? We need to stop doing what everyone else is doing. You know, posting every day, they're commenting on other people's posts and liking each other's posts, joining groups and trying to have discussions there, sending countless DMs and pitches. I mean, we just see such a scattergun approach. We need to find something that is going to bring tangible results. And this is what 80% are doing on social media. But you want to start to stand out from the crowd and you want to zig as they zag. So don't compete in oversaturated news feeds. Cause a ripple effect with your marketing by really honing in on the client problem and the fastest route to take them from interest to desire. And that's how you make money online fast and with ease. And I know this because I've had clients who, before working with me, were doing all of this stuff and it wasn't getting any results. And I want you to write this down. This is such an important daily reminder. You must focus 80% of your time, effort, and money on the things that bring you the highest revenue and profits. Then after working with me, once they focus on the activities that actually get results, they finally are able to get high quality data on everything that matters and actually moves the needle in the business. So what are the activities that you need to focus on to get results? Well, it's simple. First of all, you need to create content and only create content that, first of all, your potential clients are actually searching for. Secondly, you need to make sure that all of your content you create sends people back to your marketing and sales funnel. So what's the fastest way to get leads into your funnel? Well, the easiest, most cost-effective way is ads. All you need is one good ad, and that can completely change your business because ads are fully automated and very scalable. So here's an easy way to visualize things. If you could spend £100 on ads and get 1000 back, would you? So for example, with Facebook ads, you basically pay Facebook for a lead and an appointment. So in my business, for example, I pay Facebook about £10 for a lead, about £50 for a discovery call. And after a week of running Facebook campaign, Facebook then tell you what your cost per lead and cost per appointment is. But here's the really powerful thing about using Facebook ads or Instagram. Once Facebook or Instagram tells you how much your cost per lead and call is, then you can decide exactly how many calls or leads that you want every single month. So if your cost per call is £50 and you get 10 calls, you just pay Facebook 500 Or if you want 30 calls, then you just pay Facebook 1500 So in other words, you can choose exactly how many appointments you want to get every single month on demand. And remember, this isn't for a lead. This is for a booked call exclusively with someone who took this specific action. So you can start to see the difference this would make to your business if you get appointments on demand every single month using ads. Now, ads are not for everybody, and I only suggest ads if you are generating a consistent income of £3,000 or more. If you have an email list or social media audience, that works great too. 
but it's not essential. And I think the thing is here is that you can definitely use organic free marketing to grow your business. You just need to know the right strategies. So you might as well focus your time and energy and money on what's going to get you predictable results in the long term, not just gimmicks that maybe work well for a few months and then they're done. So can you see how fast your business will grow if you could get tangible, consistent results every month. So regardless how you sell, whether you have to do calls or you sell straight onto a product or service, let me ask you a question. What do you think would happen if you followed these steps so far? So step one, crafting your successful business model and be absolutely clear on what it takes to make 100K, getting laser focused on how much you need to make a day and what that looks like and how many clients paying how much over what period of time. So for instance, my model for my mastermind when I launched it was to focus on generating 40 clients each year, paying 1,997 a month for 12 months, which is a million pound business model for a particular product. And that means that all I need to focus my marketing and my money and my effort on is just getting three or four new clients a month. And that felt very achievable and right. So every time I create a product or a service in my business, I create a model around that. So, so many businesses fail or don't hit their money goals because their targets are not achievable. So for instance, if you wanna make 100K a month and you were selling a product of 27 pounds, remember to generate 100K, that is into the thousands of clients. To make 10K a month, that would be 270. A 97 pound product or service again, is a very different proposition. So think about what your model and pricing is. So if you consider a recurring model, anything from 997 onwards becomes far simpler. So remember there are people right now ready to buy your high ticket items. Only 5% of people ever move from the lowest ticket item to your highest ticket. So if you're trying to sell someone who is ready to buy now, who has that pain or problem, they will not want to take your lower ticket offer. So you don't always have to focus on selling small. You can sell these in email sequences if they don't take the high ticket. So focus your efforts, 80% of your efforts, your time and your money on the things that are going to get traction in terms of generating these consistent high income months. So what would happen if step two, you actually started to get super clear on your client and the messaging and marketing. And you just focused on solving this big problem for a specific smaller group of people. Wouldn't that give you more ease and flow around your business? Yeah, definitely. Now, step three, imagine you stepped past any success barrier and boosted your confidence, clarity and motivation around your life and business. Just imagine how that would feel. Knowing limitless success is possible for you and having the unshakable belief that you'll succeed in everything you do. And step four, you created a video sales letter that explains how you can solve your ideal client's problem. Then you created a specific sales funnel designed to get high quality leads and convert profitable clients. And you focus only on the marketing activities that get you results. Can you see logically how this would work? Can you also see what kind of impact that this would have on your business? Now imagine no longer having to rely on things like marketing or imagine no longer wondering how many calls or clients you will win as you start each month. And imagine being able to take strangers to clients in a way that is 100% online and automated. 
Imagine no longer having to rely on referrals, networking, word of mouth, and things like that to grow your business and earn clients. And imagine knowing how many leads, calls, and clients you will win every single month. Now, at this point, you're probably feeling either really excited to do this or maybe just a little overwhelmed at the journey that lies ahead. Now, here's the thing. To set up a sales system and go through these steps does require some work. And it's not normally always plain sailing. There's always challenges, of course, throughout the way. But if it was easy, every business owner would be doing it. Now, I scaled my latest business to seven figures in seven months. Now, you know, that took time and effort to hone that skill. And the harsh reality is also that, sadly, most businesses will fail. You know, they'll fail to scale. Only 8% of businesses actually grow. And I promise you one thing, it is possible. I've done it not only for my own businesses, but also for clients as well. And you can see some of my client results and case studies on my website. So this brings me to step five. To hit 10, 20, 50, or even 100K consistent cash months. And this is the step that really separates those people that don't get results compared to the ones that do. So step five. And step five is to learn how to make money online with ease fast and learn from someone who has done it. Here's the thing. It took me over 20 years of being in business to figure all of this out. I would say my biggest shifts were in the first three to five years and then again after 10. And again, you know, everything is evolving in business. My businesses don't stay the same. I'm constantly going back through these five steps, this blueprint to scale and grow my own businesses and my clients. And when I first started my first marketing business, I tried all the traditional stuff to try and pick up clients, but was I honestly stuck in this feast and famine cycle. And when I reflect, I just made it so hard for myself. I did things like speaking at events and seminars, of course, and I went to networking events like we all do. And I was heavily relying on referrals. I sent out flyers and I've done almost everything you can think of in between. And as you can expect, it was really slow, unpredictable and definitely not scalable. I felt burnt out. So believe me when I say there is a shortcut and there's an easier way. And it's by working with someone who has a proven system, a strategy and who's done it before. And I wish I'd had this proven system when I first started out over 23 years ago because it's taken its toll, you know, it, it definitely did over time. And I would have avoided a lot of periods of my life where I felt so burnt out, but also so alone. It would have saved me absolute years of trial and error, not to mention thousands of pounds in wasted advertising costs. So at this point, you have two options. You can either do this the hard way, where you go alone, you try and figure out all the stuff by yourself, like I did. And it might work, but realistically speaking, it's going to take you years of trial and error, not to mention a lot of wasted time and money testing things that don't work. Or you can do it the easy way and get a proven system from someone who's already done it. And I will give you that proven system that I've already created for myself and my clients and help you get results fast versus doing it all by yourself. So if you want to do this the easy way, here's how it works. Let's just book a call and have a chat. Let me find out about your goals and your business, and we can explore how working together can help you achieve and most likely exceed your current goals. And as soon as you start working with me, just to give you an idea of what you're going to get, 
and what you can expect in terms of results. So by the end of week one, you'll know the exact business model and you will have refined your proposition, your pricing, your promotional strategy that's going to allow you to achieve your monthly consistent cash goal with ease and flow. And yes, you can do all of this in the first week. Some people take months, if not years, to refine the message, to really stand behind the proposition. And yes, you can do this in just one week. In week two, you'll know exactly how to communicate the big problem that you solve to your clients. And your messaging and marketing will be so on point and perfectly aligned to attract and convert your ideal clients. And in week three, you'll have your sales system in place and then your marketing and sales will be all ready to go. And then as you start week four, you can start generating more effective leads without even spending anything on paid advertising. So during this process, we'll continue to focus on optimizing and scaling your sales system, looking at opportunities to generate additional revenue, additional revenue streams, and upsell and cross-sell to really push towards your most aspirational money goal. And after 30 days, on average, my clients increase their sales revenue by at least 20%. So whether you're looking to scale to six figures or get clients fast, I've got you covered. You can work with me through a variety of ways. It could be one-to-one. It could be through a group program such as the Success From Your Soul Mastermind, even attending one of our Strategize and Energize retreats. And we can explore the best fit for you on our call. But the most important aspect of all of this is that we'll be working together to create a next level strategy for you to take your success by creating a step-by-step plan. The most important aspect of this is we'll be working together to create your next level strategy and step-by-step action plan. And you will have absolute clarity and conviction behind your offer and your business. So my final point is, As I mentioned, you can do this the hard way and try and do everything yourself. Or you can do this the easy way and explore how working with me can help you achieve your goals. So what are you waiting for? Book your call now. Now, as ever, thanks for listening to Dawn of a New Era. And this episode has definitely been a different one. It's one where we've dived deep into the actual strategies. We've looked at the exact five steps to scale to 10, 20, 50, and even 100K months without burning out. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope it brought a lot of value to you. Let me know how you get on with all of the tips and insights and strategies I've shared with you today. Don't forget to follow me on social media and I look forward to hopefully meeting you on a call. Thank you for listening to Dawn of a New Era podcast and for your free checklist to find out how to boost your business for growth, profit and success and join our community. Go to dawnmcgrewer.com. Thank you.